0: Welcome to Empire Building, the podcast where we talk about building big businesses and even bigger lives. I'm your co-host, Wendy Papasan.
1: And I'm Seychelle Van Poole. You know, when a business relationship isn't working out, it can often be really painful. And it can often be painful for the person that isn't performing in addition to the business, right? Like, I gosh, I think about, you know, when you have someone in a role and that role is not working for them, like that can cause that team member stress, that can cause them anxiety and depression, um, even major health issues sometimes. And, And the reason why I say that is like, when you have someone in the wrong role, it's kind of like a rubber band, right? Every morning that person wakes up They have to motivate themselves to get out of bed. They have to motivate themselves to go and do a role or a job that is not the natural best fit for them and what's going on in their life. And so this rubber band just stretches and it stretches and it stretches. And I don't know about you guys, but I have a lot of hair over here. And what happens to my rubber bands when they've been stretched too much is they snap and something gives. (laughs) (laughs) And and I have that happen all the time because I have so much hair and so many ponytails. Um, And so I think about that with like our our team members and our people. And I think, you know, gosh, having someone that could even be the right person for your organization, but in the wrong role can not only be a liability for them as a human being, but it can also really be a big liability for the business. Because if they're not enjoying yes. what they're doing, I mean, they can really become a cancer for the whole organization. And that can cost you thousands or hundreds of thousands, or even in some cases, millions of dollars to the company. And so, yes. um, you know, what this episode is about is, this episode really is that we believe we all want to enjoy our work. We believe we want to find fulfillment. And I think that Wendy and I, and I, I can speak for Vian and Sarah on this too, is that we believe we want to be in an environment that completely supports us and supports our team members. Um, so, we get asked about firing, hiring, and leadership a lot. So, this topic is actually by request of our listeners, and we're going to talk today about um, how uh, to get people to quit without actually firing them.
0: Yes. <clears throat> so, Shell superpower is a super long intro without telling you the title of the Thank you. So it is. It really Once is. against again, Stachel, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that. Actually, I was this morning. I was talking to my team about this idea of gradually then suddenly. Yes. And uh, so I was googling it, and I and I thought it. I thought the concept came from um, that book by Susan. Scott. Yes, fierce conversations. There's actually yeah, fierce conversations. But there's actually a passage in Ern- Ernest Hemingway's novel The Sun Also Rises, Ooh. in which a character named Mike is asked how he went bankrupt, mm. and two ways he answers: gradually, then suddenly. Uh-huh. And so I love that because that's exactly the metaphor you're talking about that's with right. the rubber band, which is this which is the idea of gradually, then suddenly. That's right. So and today, yeah, today we're going to dive into how you get someone to quit instead of firing them because you don't want that gradually, uh, then suddenly to, that's right. to happen to you. That's
1: exactly right. And we should give you a full disclaimer that this is not legal advice and we are not HR professionals So this is from experience with coming from care and candor for our team members. We are not giving you legal advice on this episode. So without further ado, we'll
0: jump on in. Without further ado. Yeah. So um, I'll just ask the question, Seychelle, why would you want someone to quit instead of firing them? I mean, why not just fire them?
1: Well, I'm going to go for the business owner selfish reason first, which is um, it saves you money. If someone quits, instead of you having to fire them, it saves you money. It saves you... unemployment filing. It saves you extra money out of pocket, right? For um, wages, garnish wages, all that stuff. So it can save you a lot of money. But I think what I would argue even more important than that as a business owner is it's really better for the employee. It gives them the opportunity to save face. It gives them dignity to exit. And it creates a more positive relationship in the future. And I think if you catch it early enough, it gives everybody a feeling and sense of control in the situation, you know, when yeah. somebody exits on good terms, they feel like they're empowered and in control that it's their decision. And I think if you can come to a mutual agreement on how this person exits, you can then also discuss how you're going to phrase that to the team, how you're going to set everybody else up for success. And I, I can tell you, I've had a number of team members that maybe didn't work out on my team, but I've been references for or even found opportunities for in other organizations because we're parting on great terms.
0: Because rare, very rarely do you have someone on your on your team, um, who's just, you know, unless you haven't done a great job with the hiring process, which does happen, but very yeah. rarely do you have someone who's just a horrible person. That's that right. To, that, you, that you need to get rid of. And and obviously, if you've got someone who's, you know, violated your kind of shady person clause. Um, <laughs> which we have, you know, by the just, way. <laughs> which we have, which, you know, not, not really being a good person, mm-hmm. you know, they're probably just a bad fit uh, on that role. You know, they're in the wrong, the wrong the wrong scene on the bus. Yeah. And and honestly, that's your fault. You know, you hired that person that's right. for the job and for that role. And so there's a certain amount of responsibility that you have to take there.
1: That's so. totally fair. So, you know, like the second phase that I think of Wendy is like, so what happens when somebody isn't performing in the role? What do you do?
0: Okay. It has to be, we need the right person in the right role at the right time, right? Yeah. So yeah. PRT, as uh, Seychelle has A really acronymed person, (laughs) role, and time—that's what you can think. Um, When those aren't in alignment, it's going to be a problem, no matter no matter how badly you want it to work. So maybe you can give us that example of
1: of, you know. So this goes back to that. This goes back to that rubber band analogy. Like I've seen it before um, multiple times, but I'll just give you one example. Like we had a team member who. Um, is a very steady, stable person and a high-S personality on the disc, right? Likes security and really wanted to go into sales. And I have a lot of people mm-hmm. on our team that that fit that bill. And when they feel confident and empowered, look like a high D, high drive, great closer. Uh, but I had one person in particular whose energy level was low. That was actually the biggest concern when we hired this person and... The energy never showed up. And what would happen is this person would really psych themselves up for the opportunity and to lead generate and to go out and serve clients and do an amazing job for them. And for one week, this person would show up like a superstar. And then week two, they would kind of start wearing down because their energy was lower and the speed was too fast for them and the, and the pressure was too much for them and they would start to get sick. And then by week three, they would be completely out of commission and sick and then the cycle would start over again, because then they would sleep for like a week straight, get their energy back up, and then they would show up like a superhuman again on, you know, the fourth week. And then we would repeat yeah. the cycle. And so every three weeks, we would get an amazing human, and then we would get not an amazing human, an amazing performance. This person's a great person regardless of the role. But when that starts to show up, or you see someone showing up sick all the time, or you see them where there's yeah. this yo-yo, a, right? Like that. That yeah. could just be that they're they're an amazing person, but maybe this is not the role that is best suited for their natural yeah.
0: strengths. And that's we, that's we what the I'm same talking thing about. Actually, happened on yeah. our team where it was someone who had an administrative background, um, had you know was in the real estate industry and yeah. um, always wanted to be in sales, was curious about it, absolutely. And I can remember when we hired her uh, you know, she has very high structure. Yep. And I thought to myself, it's going to be really hard for her to be an agent yeah. and, and sustain that for a long amount of time because, uh, people who like a lot of structure, they like to have a rhythm and they like to have a routine. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's exactly what happened is this person is an extremely high performer, super Absolutely. Talented, showed up in a huge way, was actually very successful as an agent and, you know, six months in was completely burnt out. Yeah. Um, And and essentially, you know, spent several weeks just sitting on her couch um, in her pajamas because she just couldn't handle it anymore. Yeah. Uh, The great thing about that was, is, you know, we we did allow her to kind of work through that dream of being uh, an agent. Mm-hmm. and um, and then we were able to, when she came to us and, and basically said, I can't do it anymore, you know, basically we said to her, hey, we've been waiting for you to, for, for you to do this, mm-hmm. and we have this other idea for you, and so now she's, she's actually in a different role where she's, you know, just a lot happier, honestly. Well, so.
1: and so you just described a great example of what we like to call red light, green light, right? It could be, you heard, you heard from this person on your team, right? Right person for the team, right? They show all mm-hmm. the right characteristics for being someone whose core values align with your team. Um, and it could even be the right time, right? To be on your team, but it was the wrong role. And so when you play red light, green light, right? You can play red light, stop, take a break and say, is this the right person? Yes. Is it the right time for in their life, naturally suited to be on our team? Yes. But is it the right role? Okay, red light on that. Let's reimagine what that needs to look like and see if we can find something that would create a better alignment with what works for them. So that's a perfect example, Wendy, of a red light, green light, where you could then help either them self-discover or help re you know rediscover yeah. for them what's going to be that role. So how did that conversation go when that person hit that wall, just out of curiosity?
0: Yeah, well, it was actually, she came to us and we said to her, we've sort of been waiting for you to have this conversation. Yeah. Because honestly, if we had the conversation before she... Uh, dove into the sales role. I'm not yeah. sure that she really would have listened to us. Right. And we we thought she was just a great fit for the team. And luckily mm-hmm. we had another another place to slaughter in. But I mean, the thing is your behavior, You anybody who is uh, talented can do any job they put their mind to. Like that's the reality of it. Yeah. If you have enough grit, if you have enough determination, you can do the job. However, your natural behavior is always going to show up and it's going to it's going to show up in the form of, of 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 the way you feel about your job every mm-hmm. day when you're doing a job that aligns naturally with your behavior at the end of the day you feel excited. You feel like your day was awesome. Empowered. Um, you feel like yeah. you're not working. Right, exactly. And and of course, everybody has a long day. I mean, I love my job and I love what I do every day. I mean, of course, everybody has a long day where they're just like, I'm, I'm wiped <laughs> out. But if you are doing the things that you love to do every single day, then mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like work. Yeah. You know. And the reality is 70% of Americans hate their job. And it's because they've never taking the time to understand their natural behavior and align it with what they do every mm-hmm. single
1: day. Well, and that's why I really love that in the hiring process, which we have a whole series of episodes for you on, so you can go back and listen to those on our hiring process. But that's why I love that we really do utilize personality assessments, not as a pass-fail, but as an opportunity to have conversation around somebody's natural behavior and around what their natural strengths are to make sure that we're aligning the right role with the right person who's showing up. Yeah, Thanks.
0: Tons of sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, and, and just we just we never do this. I mean, it's weird. I think <laughs> it's so weird, especially in yeah. a um, in a country where so much of our self-worth is based on our work. Yes. Right. So yes. like just taking time, you know, kids in, in middle school, even taking time to really understand. Um, I mean, I have a I have a candidate uh for someone who's looking at a job in my organization who basically became an engineer because she thought it was something that her that her dad wanted her to do. Oh, yeah. And um, and she's, she's never liked it. She absolutely never liked it. Mm-hmm. So she's having to shift after she spent, you know, all that time and energy and money becoming an engineer. Well,
1: and you know, this is not planned in our episode, but I will give a little plug here for an amazing set of courses, especially if you're in your like late teens to 20s and you're listening to these or know someone in your life that's listening to these is Keller Williams has this amazing organization called Keller Williams Kids Can. And they have a whole series of courses called Quantum Leap and a whole like range of courses around like financial literacy to like discovering the seven essential parts of your life, creating a, a vision for yourself and your future. And Wendy, you're, you're chairman of the board on that or have been for several years. And, you know, if you have someone in your life that, could benefit from that, you absolutely need to get them to one of those classes because it's just, yeah, and it's I'll just, life-changing. I'll, just plug,
0: yeah. I'll plug an event that we have coming up, which is, uh, it's called the QL Summit. And we are honored and blessed to have Gary Keller speak to, mm-hmm. the goal is to have 800 young adults uh, in front of Gary virtually. And um, it's a very dynamic day where a billionaire uh, basically pours into you and you can Amazing register day. by going to kwkc.org slash QL Summit. It's June 10th, 11th, and 12th. And it's for anyone basically, you know, 18 to 30 years yeah. of age. So if you know someone. Um, and then, Seychelles, I forgot something we were supposed to talk about right at the beginning of our episode. Ooh. We're celebrating something special today. It's a
1: Special, special day with this episode um, because Do you know what it is. I, <laughs> I think so, but it, it it feels like an anniversary of some kind that we should yes, be talking about. Yes,
0: yes, yes. <laughs> it's a one-year anniversary. No! I can't believe our other co-hosts aren't here to celebrate it with us. That's okay. We're bringing the mean. party anyway. More important, <laughs> but uh, yes, Seychelles so, and Wendy, we always bring the party. That's so right. anyway, I want to congratulate you. Congratulate our. Amazing co-host, and I'm just you too. Them I know They're we love you guys. They're building their empires. Yeah, they so are. Congratulations on the on the big one year. H- happy anyway. anniversary! And to all
1: of our listeners out there, thanks for sticking us with yes. us for the last year. Oh and thank you
0: for sharing with a friend. Yes. We see so many people who are sharing episodes with their friends. That's huge. yes.
1: So if you like today's episode, um, share it and give a little shout out for a little happy anniversary. Yes. One year, baby. Happy anniversary! So, you know, Um, I I listened to this and my my dad actually was the one that taught me a lot of the skills around this because he has been in business and out of business with more people than I can count. But I've rarely met somebody that even was in business partnership with him that doesn't still love him. And I thought, wow, like how incredible is that, that you can have respect and admiration for the people you get into business with. And even if you get out of business with them, still retain that relationship. I think that was just really unique. And so, you know, if you're looking at that and trying to figure out how you do that, the first thing that you do is you need to start by putting some steps in place into your business to set you up for success. Um, And so, what do you do when someone starts in your organization, right? The first thing you have to do is have some clearly defined standards, um, right. And I know that sounds like rudimentary, but I find most people get a new person, they start day one and they're like, I'm here. And the, and the entrepreneur is like, great.
0: I'm so glad you're here. I don't know what yes. to do with you. I've got to go <laughs> and run somewhere for a meeting or something. Yeah.
1: I mean, I, I'm guilty. I have definitely had a person before start and I was like, they started, you know, like the night before I realized, oh my gosh, they're starting tomorrow and I had nothing for them. Now we have a much better yeah. onboarding process. But if you're in that boat, Start with some clearly defined standards, and maybe put together yeah. your well, first want thirty to know days. How to win. Right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. People want to know how to win. I actually tell people, uh, I say, what are the three things that if this person in this role kills it at, yeah. you're going to be you're going to be you're going you're gonna to know that they're winning. Yep. And this is different than a mile long ch- checklist, the ninety days to success, right. or whatever that looks like. This I mean, is- make it really you know short and sweet k i s s right keep, keep it simple, simple stupid yeah so what are the what are the three things uh, that if this person knocks those out of the park they're going to really succeed in that role that's and right. honestly most jobs have their 20% and that's what and that's what you're and that's what you're telling them and that's how they need to know how to win cuz no matter who you are you want you want to be able to win in the job that's so. exactly
1: right so we we start by setting that up for success so they need to clearly understand how they win and I think it's also really important at that time, you also maybe say, and here's how we go sideways. And so you're identifying both the success and the potential problems off the bat. Now, if you get into it 30, 60, 90 days, I find usually within the first six weeks, we can kind of identify if somebody's working or not. But sometimes it is that gradually and then suddenly. And so if you end up there, the first thing you want to do is to have an honest conversation to reassess where you are, what may be not working and try to, try to find a way to make it work. But if, that, if that's not getting you where you want to go, right? Then the second thing we need to do is own our part in that, right? So we identify the problem. Then number two is you own your part. And, yep. Love that. and if, if we're owning our part, right? Somebody, we don't want to fire someone without trying to do everything we can on our end. Or more importantly, help them self-discover out if we haven't owned our part. So a lot of times on the business side, if someone's not succeeding, and it's your fault, it's going to be a couple of things. It's either a lack of understanding of what's required... It's a lack of training, or um it's a lack of knowledge of what they need to be doing to succeed. And so kind of you know, a way you could phrase that is to say, you know, Wendy, I really care about you as a person, and I haven't done a good enough job on teaching you how to convert clients over the phone. Um and that's part of your success. That's how you're going to succeed in this role. Um, and I want to see you succeed there, and I can tell that we're falling short on training you. so, I'm going to commit to getting you into this training course for the next 30 days on my end to help you get on track. Let's schedule it on the calendar right now. Let's get you into this class. And then let's see over the next 30 days if this can help you get back on track with the appointment setting, right? So own your part first. I love that. Yeah.
0: And then this is, you know, in the corporate world, this is called a performance improvement plan. Yep. And uh, you just want to be really clear. Hey, you know what? These are my expectations, and you know it's your business. You should have expectations. That's right. right. A lot of people, a lot of people are scared to implement expectations because this person um, is probably taking a certain amount of pain away from you. That's and, right, and you're scared of losing that person, mm-hmm. and you're scared of having to go back to the drawing board and go through that whole hiring process again. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to have expectations. And you really need to look at yourself and say, have I done everything I, I, I can do in order to help this person succeed in the role? And if the answer is no, then, okay, just exactly what Seychelles said. Okay, we've got 30 days, right? Here are the standards. The standards are to set one appointment a day. And um, in order to do that, you know, this you need to do this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. Okay? And, then, and then actually help them.
1: Yeah, and then there. actually help them. And then, yeah. you know, the next part on that, number three, is to get buy-in. Right? That team mm-hmm. member has to meet you in your efforts. It can't be all on you as a business person. They've got to want it too. So, you know, I've had you know, scenarios where, you know, other team members were screwing up and agreed to do things and the other team member never made an effort to fix it or to adjust their behavior. And so, if yeah. you're going to be meeting them and doing these things, you need to then also clearly step out and say, in addition to the added training that I'm going to be providing for you, I would like to know from you what part you have to play in your success. Right? And it could be, you know, I'm concerned that you're showing up late. I'm concerned that you're missing your numbers. I'm concerned you're getting sick every two weeks or lacking motivation, um, you know, and are not calling people back fast enough, right? Insert whatever it is, the challenge that you're having, you know, and I want to know if you're committed in the next 30 days to see an increased improvement in this area and what that looks like. What can you do to help fix that, right? So you're going to ask for their buy-in on it.
0: Yeah. And and this is where you have to over communicate everything. Yeah. So every conversation, you reiterate at the end of the conversation what you both agreed to. You want to put it in an email and reiterate what everyone's agreed to because honestly, it can be very clear in your head and you can be spitting stuff out and you can think that the other person knows exactly what they're supposed to do, but they probably don't. Yeah. I mean, that's just human nature is, you know, we we filter everything for our own lens. (laughs) Yeah. And so you need to be, you need to be, communicating over communicating over communicating and over communicating mm-hmm. so you yeah know, and, so then, and
1: and and honestly if you care about this person you're having this conversation because you want to see them succeed you're not having this conversation absolutely. to try to exit them you're gonna do everything you can before before any
0: exit needs to happen so yeah. yes well it's and it's all it all comes down to care and candor that's exactly. right I mean for them like I said unless you've hired a, a person who's detrimental to your organization who's harming people, doing bad stuff, right. then you do actually need to fire that person. Yeah. You're not going to put that, you're not going to put someone who's a, a bad cultural fit or right. you know, kind of ruining the culture of your team on a performance improvement yep. plan. This is someone you truly desire and care about. And, you know, I, I've seen, um, uh, you know, Jay, my husband, supervises a, quite a few more employees than me. And I've seen it both ways where some yeah. people have been put on the performance improvement plan and they've awesomely stepped up to the plate. Yes. Um, they started showing up on time, not missing their numbers, not getting sick anymore. They've got motivation. They're calling people back. And wow. then some people, yeah. some people have gone the opposite direction sure. where, you know, they've sort of just deselected. So,
1: Fun. And that's the, that's the beauty is, is you want to be able to give the person an opportunity to step up to the plate and succeed or to exit gracefully with dignity. Right. That's really the goal. Yeah. And so if you're then you know, working to give them the option for that. Sometimes in these meetings, what I will say is I'll sow the seeds, right? I'll say, you know, I want you to really think about this commitment that we're asking from you. And I want you to sleep on it tonight and circle back with me tomorrow so we can nail down your commitment for your success. You know, and I also want you to think about, is this the right role for you? Is this the right environment for you to succeed? Uh, you know, and, and Wendy, if you wake up tomorrow and you decide this isn't the right fit for you, I want you to know I fully support yeah. you. And I want us to see, you know, I want to see you succeed at a high level wherever you are. Um, And this is where you could even help forecast a different role if this doesn't feel like the right one for them. That's okay. Um, You may have it just like you talked about, right? And we've had it too. We may have another opportunity on the team that's great for them. Or um, we may know of other people that have great opportunities um, around the industry as well. So there's definitely opportunity for that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes the discovery process for that person can take a few days uh, or even weeks. Um, But you know, once the seeds are sown and they put some thinking time into it, mm-hmm. you can really positively help that person transition to a new role, a team, or even a different career That's that right. will be in alignment with them. And honestly, guys, you're doing them a huge favor. Yes, right? you're not doing anyone a favor by keeping someone on your team who's failing in a role. That's right. Nobody, 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 nobody wants actually wants to, come to fail. Home yeah. No, at the end of every day and feel like, gosh, I'm terrible at my job. I'm not succeeding. Because you guys, there's a there's a job for everyone, yeah. right? There's a good fit for a good job with everyone. And just because you're not that, that fit for that role doesn't mean you're not a fit for another role. So That's you're exactly really helping right. that person... Um, you're really, you know, helping that person move on to their next career opportunity. Mm-hmm. Honestly, and you so. know,
1: it's it's really amazing. You know, if you're if you're fortunate to be in business long enough, like many of us have been, and you you turn around and you get to see, gosh, you know, I have been so fortunate to be in business with so many talented people, many of whom are still with us today, and some of whom are actually doing amazing things in different parts of the world and different parts of the industry. Um, and it's cool to be able to kind of look back and see some of those ripples that you've helped create with other entrepreneurs and other leaders um, getting to grow. And so, you know, yeah. that's that's a it, it's a a challenging part of being an entrepreneur, but it's also I think a real gift that we have an opportunity to have if we can handle it in, the, in a positive way. You know, so then after your person sleeps on it, you're gonna then circle back with them to get the next steps and decisions. That's where you're gonna write up what the game plan is, or if they want to exit you fully support them and you craft what that's going
0: to look like. Um, yeah. And you want to have them sign it, yes. right? So you write everything down. They they sign the performance improvement yep. plan. Um, so they're super clear about what's going on. Yep, that's exactly right. And you don't, you, never, really you, never, you don't ever want anyone to leave and give the feedback like, hey, I don't know why I'm being fired. That's right. Or I don't even know why. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, and we're really not talking, we're talking about how to get someone just to kind
1: of deselect, right? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. opting into either a different role or opting into a different career path or opportunity somewhere else. And, you yeah. know, I think, um, I think it's also important for that person to be able to know what you're going to say. So I, I always try to say, you know, okay, this is a game plan for how the exit's going to go. And I want you to, let's craft right now. Here's what I'm going to say to the team.
0: And yep. here's how okay, I'm going to say that.
1: it, um, because I don't want them having any questions. So you're you're with that
0: person. I'm and you're, sitting, you're yeah, Wendy, like I'll role play yeah, with you, yeah. yeah but I'm going to say, well, you know, and, I
1: I fully, you know, yeah. thanks for telling me that you feel like this isn't the right environment for you or the right role for you. Um, you know, I fully support you in that, and I want you to know we want to see you happy, and we want, you know, our mission is to see people happy, healthy, and wealthy. And if it's not in our organization, we want to see you doing that wherever you are in your life. And so if we're going to be exiting, which is totally okay. Here's what I'm going to here's how we're going to do that and we write it out and we sign it and then I say and here's how here's what I'm going to say to the team right I'm going to say we love and support Wendy we think she's an amazing human she's decided that this opportunity is not the best one for her but we're going to serve as a reference for her for other opportunities and we think she's fantastic and so I hope you all will join me in wishing her all the success in the world and support her in her next opportunity and we we try Love to make that. it a really positive thing because it's it's not personal. This is not a personal thing. It, the personal part is wanting to see them personally succeed.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's definitely not personal. Um, so just to kind of wrap up, um, you know, being a business owner is is challenging. Mm-hmm. And would it be easier to fire someone and not go through this whole rigmarole? Yes, it absolutely it would. would. However, you know, we're building big businesses and even bigger lives here. And that means treating people with dignity and grace and helping them move to the next logical step in their career, regardless of whether or not it's with our organization. So just to wrap up, you want to make sure you have your standards set. You clearly define the role. um, And then you want to uh, address whatever issue is happening with them, over-communicate what that issue is help them understand uh, why they aren't meeting the standard. Do whatever you can to to help yeah. train them to meet that standard. If it's still not working, put them on a 30-day performance improvement plan uh, that they're very clear what mm-hmm. the standards are and how they can get there, have them sign it. And then at the end of that 30 days, if it's still not working, you guys sit down together and, you know, I, and I sit, I'm i just like you say, Shali. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, I think of, all the empire builders were the most similar in our leadership. And um, I I have had that conversation where I've said to them, hey, you know what? I'm going to do whatever it takes to help you find your next logical step. Mm -hmm. And, you know, connecting them with other people in our offices or other people, um, you know, in different industries. So um, today's episode on how to get someone to quit without firing them was really fun And uh, I want to thank you guys for listening. It's been a whole year. It's been an incredible year. What a year. Um, We won the pandemic. We won it. And I want you guys to continue to go out and build big businesses and even bigger lives. And never forget, you are an empire builder. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to Empire Building. If you like what you heard, join our tribe by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform and help us spread the word by leaving a five-star rating and review. Until next time, wishing you a life worth living. And remember, you are an empire builder.